Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Today we're sitting down with Michael Ray. He came through Vegas. We sat down at the Country AF Studios and we talked the Buffalo Bills, a new music around the corner, festivals, and just what the best part of a festival is. Yeah, it's going into the parking lot. We talked about Tim Montana hunting, the chaos at Stoney's, and so much more. Let's get to know Michael Ray. Rudolph on the TV, Grandma in the kitchen, July 85, Black Chevrolet, sunset sitting on a lake, county lake, 10 Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Sitting here today with Mr. Michael Ray. What's up, buddy? Fresh off um, our second pre-sell sellout with you. Yeah, crazy, man. It was fun. It was a good night. It was a great night, man. Tables didn't get in anybody's way. (laughs) None of them did. They brought it. Not one of them. You kind of like tested us because you said you were going to have them all flip the tables over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get inside if we're right in Vegas, you know. I think it would have been a good thing, dude. How's been? How's uh, Vegas been so far since your trip here? Great, man. You know, been uh, getting over this thing, sinus infection. I think everybody's been been getting it, but uh, everything everything's been great, man. I, I love coming out here. You know, being from Florida, you know, everything it, nothing looks like this back home, right? You know, so hey, being out here, I, I just love the the feel of being out here, and it's Vegas, you know. So you get out here and just the energy of the of, yeah. the, of, of the atmosphere, you know what I mean? Get you ready for everything. So, dude, let's talk twenty twenty just for fun. What was um. Outside of the news crap that everyone knows about, what yeah. was your like highlight of 2020? Like, what's what's the one thing that you took from being off the road and having to spend time at home? And man, I think for me, I, I was just a lot of, uh, I guess, inner looking. You know, being like, you know, looking back on things of, of like career wise or, or or other things, and going like, okay, well, if it did stop today, did I do what I wanted to do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did I have I said what I said? Did I play the game too much? Did I not speak up when I should? You know what I mean? And so. I think I think the most thing I got out of it was confidence. I think I got to go. I was home a lot in Florida. I was hunting a lot, and so you know, spending time with my dad and, and cousins and family and friends that you know I normally don't get to see because we bust in and bust out, you know, right. or or I'm only home for a few days and my parents are divorced, so I got you know go see mom for a day, you know, because so by by the time you do all that, every, you know, your time's kind of taken up. So being down there for a few months, well, help six months, I think. Uh, I don't know, man. It was just like reconnecting with. With with who I you know who I am is just whenever you you're traveling you're going all this stuff and you're you're everything's ninety miles an hour you you lose track of that a little bit you know so I you think do. a lot of mine I think the best thing that happened for me was just being being able to do a lot of introspect is that what they called yeah, what they well, call just it? introspecting yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I like I like to think of it that way so moving forward what do you do you do you see the necessity or the priority in making making that a part of your life versus being on the road as much. No, I mean no, 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 no. I mean I love being on the road. But I think, I think it's just prioritizing um, or balance. I don't think that's, it's prioritizing. I, think, I yeah. think that's what I'm getting at. I'm not yeah. saying make it like your sole priority because you still have a career. Yeah. But I just meant in the sense that do you do you start to look at your schedule into 21, 22, and go okay, so this is where I can be and do these things, but I want to take this particular time off to go visit. Family. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you know they, in your head when you move to Nashville, you're doing all this stuff. You're like, I gotta be the guy. You know, say yeah. yes to everything. Well, you're still a human. You know what I mean? And that's in any business. I think, you know, when you're wanting to start to get it going, you're putting in, you know, 100 hours a week doing whatever you can do to make it happen. But you you forget that, you know, you don't – They when a when a horse wins a Kentucky Derby, they don't put it in every race. You know what I mean? Sure. And, you know, they they go, okay, we, uh, it's it's working. We're doing it. We're in the – we got to do – we got to pick what's right. We got to make sure it's – you know, you're you're good. And no matter what you do, you're that horse. You know, and if you're yeah. not good, then everybody else on your team – is only is getting a quarter of what 
of what you know of of you of what they need and so you got to watch out for your for for yourself to be the best for everybody else it's not a not a self thing it's it's more for everybody you know but but if you're if your head isn't right or you're you just beat down and wore out you know it's you're not going to be the best for in our case fans who play hard, big money for you know uh hard, harder money for our show you know for tickets and right. you know venues that you know book and pay harder money to book us and bring us out here and you know everybody it's a, it's just a, a, a ripple effect you know it's kind of crazy the way that works you you put out whiskey and rain <clears throat> and then you have a new single out called picture mm-hmm you got? Do you have like an EP or an album on the way? Yeah, we're doing an EP. Uh, we got should we have a new song, another one uh, releasing next month, and then uh, we're gonna do one a month until the EP comes out. So and then will there be a new one as the EP drops? That would be the last one, and then everything. That'll be out. the last one on that one, and then there, there'll be two that we ha- that we won't release until the EP comes out, and then uh, and then we'll take a little bit, and then we'll start releasing for the next half of the EP. So it's kind of cool. Are you excited for all of that? I am, man. You know, it's a different way to do things now. Every, you know, no one's diving into full records like they used to. You know, everybody's getting new music every Friday now, that type right. of stuff. So uh, it, we're just trying to figure out how to keep music going instead of, or keep music coming out there, but also not lose the quality for quantity. Sure. You know, and I think I, I think that's real important. So uh, when you have an album, back in the day, you know, you'd, you'd have an album and People, you, you'd you'd have it for a while. It's the only way people listen right. to music. Now they got everything, every way that they can listen to it. So they're like, "All right, cool. What's next?" And you're like, "Well, shit. <laughs> you know, we just spent eight months making this. You know, we didn't just throw it together in a closet." Right. Uh, so, so yeah, we're just we're just figuring out the new ways of of releasing music and how to keep fans, you know, going engaged and, engaged right. and, and uh and and let them know what kind of what we're doing. That's kind of cool. So you've got you goes you you guys go back home tomorrow. You guys hit the road pretty soon, full band stuff. Yeah, we got. Yeah, oh yeah, man. It's been it's been weird because it didn't. I was just telling uh, my buddy that it didn't like slowly go. It was like nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, all of July is full, and right. so uh, we have a uh, we have full band, which is great. That's not any complaint at all. It's just <laughs> it was just funny to me because I was like, no, you know, all of us were curious on how we how it was going to go about. Does it slowly go in? You know what I mean? Sure. Or, you know, are the Keith Urbans of the world going to have to play theaters because arenas aren't open? You know, and then, you know, I, I, we were just, just were you know, just everybody had different, uh, you know, thoughts about what would happen. So it just went like whoo, zero to hundred. You know, so we had we had some band full band stuff. We got uh, Carolina Country Music Fest coming up in two weeks and. Uh, you excited for that again? I love that. Yeah, yeah. Do you like? Do you like the? So I'm. That's an outdoor festival. Yeah, yeah. Right like, on the beach. Do you like the the outdoor? Do you like the indoor better? Is there a preference? I know they probably all. They both have their own. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they got their own thing. I love. I love. Man, I've been fortunate to play play all of them. Not all, but all you know different different levels of it. Sure. <clears throat> and uh, for me, I love. I the, the festivals. What's great about that is the the energy because. The crowd, you know, they their majority of them are ninety eight five percent of them are there all three days or four days. Right. You know, they're camping, they're you know, they're they're they they they're that mindset's already there. You know, they've been they've been saving up, they took the days off, they're going to make memories. You know, and the, so they're you know, guys are dressed however they're dressed, you know, the girls are girls are out and 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 they're all partying before before the show and the, the, the I mean, do some of these festivals, I mean, you'll go I love taking a golf cart and going to the parking lot. Cause you want to see some shit? Go to that. Yep, dude. These people, I've never. It's the most incredible. Some of the most creative campsites I've ever seen in, in my life. Um, so that energy is good. But I, I personally really love playing arenas. I think having that, you know, everybody's kind of up. 
right. and like right there on you it feels, you know. It's intimate all the way around. It's intimate all the way around, but still big enough to where you, you know, yeah, you 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 feel that ten thousand, fifty thousand crowd energy. I've never gone to a stagecoach or anything like that. I, I, I've gone to like a one day event. You know, route. I don't consider the same thing because I live here. It's, right. It's it's in this town. But in twenty nineteen, I went up to Country Fan Fest, and it was. Uh, we actually stayed in the parking lot, and they and they have a stage in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And right next to the stage, they have this little area. There's a band there that's from up there called Jaegertown, and they have, like, Jaegerville or whatever they call it. But they had this big pool, and they have this tree with branches that chicks just go by and throw their bras on throughout the yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I experienced something that I don't camp. It's just not my thing. Right. Um, I started to learn that I could actually like the camping thing, like yeah. in an R- an RV, because you're around all your friends. Everyone got up in the morning, and they made food. They... It was it was the parking lot mm-hmm. was the experience. Totally, man. That's why I tell everybody. That's why I try to go out there as much as I can. Because first off, you just get the feel of the, of the festival and like the people. It's like a, they build a little community yeah. out there. You know, you got there's a there's a festival in Wisconsin, and I can't think of the dang name of it. Um, it's a it's a it's a funny name. It's a different name, but anyway, it's been going on for like fifty years. You right. Know? And uh, there's a buddy of mine back home uh, who's from around there, and he's early 40s i think and he's been going there his whole life his parents his family's had the same campsite wow for the whole for 40 years you know and so he's literally been going there as since he was a kid and he's always told me when you play this he goes my family already goes but i'm going you know excuse me so we we played it two years ago 2019 and you know he came and we went back to their their campsite you know they've been doing the same thing man where they set up this little square yeah with the with the RVs in the square, and they build, they set up shop in the middle, campfire, cornhole, outdoor kitchen. I mean, the whole deal. And they'll do like night times, man. Like, all right, tonight we're gonna cook this, and over there they're gonna cook this tomorrow night. And then, right. and it's just like a little community, man. But they've been doing it all together for so long. So you go out to these parking lots, and you feel the heritage of this festival. You know, especially those that have been around for a long time. It's just a cool thing, man. It's an experience, and and. uh and that's where the party starts anyway. You know what I mean? I would I would have to agree because the music usually doesn't start in, start until later in the afternoon. We went up a Thursday, Friday, Saturday and drove home Sunday and I didn't know what to expect because like I said I'd only been like one day, two days right. that sort. I've never like really spent the night in the campground, but it was it was quite the experience. We did a, a similar thing where we blocked everything off and we had our stuff, but I mean, I'm excited this year because it's it's we're going up Wednesday and um, I'm going to call him your boy Mr. Tim Montana. Oh, yeah. I, I, I helped get him on um, <clears throat> get him booked for that show so we were originally going to go up on thursday but i can't miss tim yeah especially kicking off something like that. oh yeah so, for sure <laughs> speaking of tim you spent some time with him over this um over the last year mm-hmm. doing some hunting oh yeah and uh um how did you and tim meet dude it is the it's the weirdest story so for about two for about a year and a half two years everybody that i knew would come up to me and go dude you know who you need to meet y'all are gonna hit off y'all are like so similar in so many ways Tim Montana kept on kept on random people like ran, the most random people in my life knew this guy you know so I'm in Buffalo New York we're playing Taste of Country Fest and I have uh, a lot of the Buffalo Bills on the bus the players they come up after the show it's off season so we're all drink. you know everybody's everybody's hanging and Colt Anderson who runs up top who was playing for the Bills at the time we're hanging out, you know, and he goes, man, you got, you know who you need to meet? He goes, I got a buddy of mine that he, you need to meet him. He's a, he's, a, he's an artist in Nashville. He goes, but we're from the same town, and you too, I'm telling you. And I said, if you say Tim Montana, I said, I want you to FaceTime this dude right now. 
And he goes, no way. I said, shut the it no was. way. I said, FaceTime his ass right now. So he did, and I was like, bro, I don't know why, but you're supposed to be in my life. Oh, no, it was, this was a long, way longer than 2019. When did I? No. Bro, this was 2016 is okay. when this happened. Yeah. And so then we uh, we FaceTimed, then I ended up having, oh, then the Eagles were playing uh, the Opry, and it was a serious XM event. And so uh, I got invited, thanks to uh, Kenny Chesney for having that radio station on there you know no shoes radio he they they gave uh, him quite a few tickets so i was able to bring my dad we were we're on the same management team so they threw us a couple and he was there uh via you know connections he had with sirius xm as well and so that's actually where we ended up meeting for the first time face and to face been my, yeah been, been did he answer the facetime call mm-hmm. <laughs> boy such a nut and then you guys just kind of have hit it off ever since yeah man we're just you know we're all cut from the same cloth and and uh, and I think too, I think we both know what it's like to have to hustle and and you know climb and and oh yeah, claw your way yeah and and have nothing really feel like it was like you know we we both come from having to you know I'm come from you know middle class family in a trailer in Central Florida he comes literally off the grid his ass didn't even have electricity you know yeah. so like he knows what it's like to come from you know literally I mean he hell he didn't even have a he didn't have electricity you know so he brought it up from from nothing and and he works his ass off for everything that he does and and uh so i think i think we just hit it off in a a lot of ways he's a nut i'm not saying i experienced a little bit of your nuttiness last night but i don't want to do that again yeah Yeah. your boy jeff in your camp i'm every time i see him it's just a middle finger i think i might actually send him a picture tomorrow morning because i'm assuming i'm gonna feel bad again yeah well you know if we we it's like it's like a postcard it's like it's like the wet bandits in home alone you know what i mean if we don't it's our calling card if we don't leave with something then nobody knows we're here I i don't know if i like that are you a buffalo bills fan um, I, so I grew up a, a, a Bucks fan, being in Florida and and being close. I was at an hour and a half from the stadium, Raymond James. But um, I love watching the Bills. Another good buddy of mine, um, Chad Michael Murray, was a, a big actor. He was on that show uh, One Tree Hill. Okay, back in the day, <clears throat> done a, you know a, a lot of movies. I actually just talked to him today. He uh, he's from Buffalo, and so he took me to my first. Him and his wife took took me to my first Buffalo Bills game. You know, and uh, bro, when I say fans bill's mafia ain't no joke bro. so i'm I, the reason why i asked that i just get a little bit of chills one of my great friends from high school her name is lisa she stopped by the house today so i have a cnc machine at home so i've been making these bills plaques oh yeah and um i stain them we uh, weather them and people put them up on our walls well i made one for her and she said like dude t- 10 of my friends want them so i put them up on my little etsy store that i got one selling she came by today and picked up a chief's one and another bill's one she's like the hugest fan and that's what she gives her gifts is these oh things. that's awesome man and they're and they're you're right bill's mafia is, is dude we were nuts. we were walking through because chad was <laughs> chad said you guys see this this spot and he knew the guy that that and anybody that listens to this that you'll know exactly what i'm talking about they make chili on the hood of this like car um they have like all these like they're just people just like throwing football it's the biggest energy to i love that shit so i'm right. like this is awesome so we climb on top of this van and there's this older guy with a white shirt on that for years apparently he gets squirted with ketchup and mustard right and he's probably gotta be in his 70s and it's freezing cold bro i mean right. it was like Buffalo's. december uh, no no i mean not december it was October winter cold. Time. It was freezing. This dude's in a white t-shirt and white and 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 shorts, and he just, and Chad and this guy just dance him with with ketchup and mustard, and that's like their ritual. But they have all these rituals that they do. But you'll never see any pr- more pride 
than right. people that love the Buffalo Bills, man. It ain't, it ain't no joke. So I say that to say I grew up a Bucks fan, but I love watching watching the Bills as well. So I root for them, you know. I'm an Eagles fan, pro. I don't watch an awful lot of pro. I'm a college football yeah. fan. One of my one of my really good friends in high school moved here from Lincoln, Nebraska, so I became a Nebraska fan. Oh, okay, yeah. And I I don't I don't even know how to compare they have the longest running sellout of home games in any college football team. There's like three, four hundred games, something crazy like that. Like every game sells yeah. out. I've gone to some home games. I've gone to away games. That tailgate is no joke. Oh yeah, and I'm sure that the Bills. Lisa goes back every year for a game. She doesn't miss them. She lives here. She goes back there every year. Family's back there. They get this ice cream shit. They they do whatever they do. But I just kind of like get the get the giggles. I'm like, you're in Vegas and you're a Bills fan, and watching them do what they do and seeing her passion. Oh, it's pretty rad. You can't like if you go with somebody who's a true Buffalo Bills fan, part of the mafia. You you have to love them because right. it's like your friend or your whoever that you're with that you love loves them so much. You're like. Hell, if you love this this much, I have to. yeah, I'm like, all right, Chad. I'm seeing Chad look like he's he's gleaming, dude. He's taking me and uh, our buddy Tommy around. And all right, we had uh, uh, box seats, but he was like, he's like, no, I mean, I, I got a tickets to sit right here at least for one quarter, man. You just got experience, you know. And he's he's got the old starter jacket on, the whole deal. And wow. I'm like, dude, just I gotta love him just because you love him so much, you know. So it's a uh, it's a contagious thing when you're around that many people that are just that passionate about the. My buddy Gary Anything. hooked me up with his friend growing up, and she actually books the suites at Nebraska Home Stadium, Lincoln Memorial. I was on the field when the team came out. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fairly good-sized guy. Dude, the football player walked by in college. Oh. Dude, they're <laughs> huge. Yeah. And I can only imagine, because they only take the best of the best in pro. I've never been that close to a pro guy, like, on the field. It's retarded. These oh. guys are huge. They're, it's scary. Dude, I, I did the national anthem for the uh, Packers-Vikings game at Lambeau. Oh, wow. And... uh I went down the the guy that flew or that coordinates the the planes, the fighter jets to fly over. Right. He was up in our box. He's like, "Hey man, come with me. I want to show you something." So we go down. This dude takes me, like, I, bro. I think like Aaron Rodgers is standing f- four feet from me. It's the middle of the game. We're third quarter, right? This ain't like beforehand. We're in the middle of a game, yeah. and I'm like obviously not a football player, you know. But I'm Shit. standing down there, <laughs> sore thumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm standing there just looking around, and I'm like. God dang, man, like, you know these guys are big, but they're, when they're with their peers and they're, you know, like size athletes, they look... They look normal. They look normal. They look, yeah. you know, normal size. Then you put a normal size guy next to one of these dudes, you're just like, like, even Aaron Rodgers, like... He's a big dude. He's a little big dude. You know, my buddy Eric Woods, who played for the Bills, man, for 11 years, I knew him when he played for him, and, you know, he was a big guy. And now he's he's retired, and now he's, like, chiseled, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, dear God, he looks like a robot, man. He's just like the Terminator, you know, because he's just thick dude, already, you know, jacked, and, and now he's now he's lean. But, yeah, you don't you don't realize it until you get around some of those boys. It doesn't seem that way. It doesn't and, seem, yeah. yeah. When they ran by me, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, these, I've never, yeah. whole new perspective of it. It's crazy. Uh, I asked you earlier how many times you played the opera. You said 59. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. Do you have one that sticks out? Um, yeah, I think, I think always that my debut, uh, April 24th, 2015 was, was the one that sticks out the most. My dad, everybody was there. All my family came. Right. Um, and it was just a, it was a crazy, it was just, you know, such a surreal moment. My grandpa had passed away a couple months before this. So, it, you know, my grandmother was there. So it was like a, it was a, it was just a cool, cool family thing. Cause my family had their band and all of a sudden here we are at the Opry, you know? And so, uh, that moment always sticks out singing with John Conley. Um, I got to perform with ACM Lifting Lives Kids. Yeah. Uh, they wrote a wow. song with uh, Ross Kaufman, who's my producer. Uh, 
I think Lady A and somebody else. I can't remember who the third one was. Anyway, they write these songs, these, and they come out, and um, so I I got to sing their song with them, you know, and uh, with with all all the kids with the ACM lifting live. So that that was a cool moment. But did you sing one of your own songs on, on that particular one, or did you just sing with them? No, I did. Yeah, I I sang three two of mine and then they came out and we did that one together so my first experience there i went to town to go see tony jackson's debut yeah and then the day prior to that i think i got to town like on a wednesday or thursday i don't i well that particular night i landed stephanie quell who plays here a lot Mm -hmm. she's she she it was her debut so my first trip there was to watch i flew out to watch tony jackson's debut oh you didn't know stephanie's did not know but she saw i was in town and she's like dude you got to come out and i'm like and she's like if you're seriously going to be there i will take take care of it you will will be so i walk in the back door where y'all walk in and i was like in awe and i'm like and i always ask the question do you step on the circle before like when you go in there like when you first look at it is like i didn't i waited and stepped in it i well i i wouldn't I stopped. I didn't step in until my dad, and my uncle were with me. Dude, so we stepped in at all at the same times. My my family's band was my dad, my uncle, my cousins, and my grandfather. So my grandfather couldn't be there, but uh, but it was me and my my dad, and my uncle were. You know, so I said right. I ain't gonna step in until we they all three there. step in and at the same time. Priceless. And so we did. We got a video. We got a photo of and stuff. So it was a cool moment. Dude, that that place is like I've never. I, I, t- I take that back. When I went for Stephanie's, I stayed in the back and just watched it from the side. And while they're doing it, they're doing these tours. And I'm like, this is weird. They're like, the tours come through, they look for like a minute and then they're gone. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't understand that. Like, if I, you're doing the tour, I want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. And then, so I just stood in the back and watched it. And then when I went and saw Tony, I actually watched that, walked out to the front to watch. That boy can sing too. Like, I don't know if you know who that is. I know who, yeah, I know who he is. I, I, it was probably one of the craziest experiences <clears throat> that I've seen musically in a long time, just because of the the response that he had and the, the the passion is his face. I think that if you could go back every single time to everybody's debut there and yeah. then go again, dude, 59 times. Like, it's crazy, man. That's a lot. Yeah. Like, what's the record there? I don't know. I know. I think, dude, I, man, Mark, I think Mark Wills played at 200 before he got to right. be a well, member. Well, he played both nights I was there. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's there all the time. So I I don't I don't know what I would like to know what the record is. I don't know who has it. I I think that whole experience is crazy. So I've been involved with bands that get together. I had a friend that was um, a singer, went to Nashville, wrote some stuff, and then she went to L.A. to do like a um, a gig for a label for them to come out and watch. Yeah. And the night before she was flying, she sent her songs to a bass player, a guitar player, a drummer, and a keyboardist. And I walked in this room. They played it twice, and all the label people show up, and they nailed everything. Yeah. I'm like, how? Like, come on, man. That's crazy. You go there. You guys walk in there, and. They, I don't know if they already have your sheet music or what the hell, but they like nail it like that. Yeah, they have it. You, you guys send it in, um, and then you know it's it's always a different crowd. So whenever you play there, uh, as many times as you know I have or, or and some others, you you know the, you're pretty much playing the same songs. Uh, so they know your your stuff, your repertoire of what you're probably going to do. But yeah, future debut, you send it in, and then you. Uh, uh, they they learn it, but they still learn it fast. Man, they learn everybody's songs. So that's three songs, and there's two hours worth of music. Yeah. So. It's absolutely crazy. Your favorite single that you've ever been a part of? Um, like, to date. What's, like, your the, the one that you'll never take out of your back pocket? Oh, man, probably Her World or Mine. Yeah? Yeah. Why yeah. is that? I just always love, I love those type of songs. I love, I love, uh, that's what made me fall in love with country music, you know? Right. And uh, being able to, uh, to have that moment with the crowd, you know, during the show. It's kind of like when, for me, when Garth, you know, played the dance and I was a kid and I was there. You know what I mean? Having that moment. So I just, I just love that song. I think that that's up, up to Whiskey and Rain. I think it's probably the truest me of any of my singles. Beautiful. Yeah. I want you to go do your thing. Tell people how to find you online. Y'all hit me up, Michael Ray Music. Come see us. We're back out. Let's go. Hell yes.
just don't even notice when the radio plays that song one of us breaks down and has to pull over whenever it comes on now there ain't no in between when it comes to her and me one of us moved on one of us got stuck one of us is drinking just for fun one of 